Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Brand, a second coming. Chronicles actor, comedian, activist Russell Brand on his journey from addict, self-proclaimed narcissist, and Hollywood star living in the fast lane to his current unexpected role as political disruptor and newfound hero of the underserved. Criticized for egomaniacal self-interest, Brand injects his madness into the world and calls for revolution. We're joined today by the director of Brand, A Second Coming, Andy Timoner. Andy, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. Uh, for our listeners, uh, you're from, you're probably familiar with her previous work uh, with Dig, and we live in public. Um, tell me a little bit about your involvement in the in this project. I I had heard that there were a couple other directors who had previously been involved, and you came in. Tell me a little bit about that story. So basically, I didn't really know who Russell was. Uh, when I was called about the project, I was um, called to sort of fix a film that had been going on for years about happiness. It was called Happiness. And when I got into, um, you know, looking at the footage, I didn't see really or understand what the film, you know, how it could be really a cohesive film. It felt like a series of kind of talk show moments with this British comedian who I didn't really know. I'd never really seen his films, um, or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was really taken, I was kind of just made some notes of what I thought they could do to make it better, but short of, you know, recording a whole new film, I didn't think that they really had, had, had it. Um, and, and I went to the meeting to kind of pass along my thoughts. And it was at that meeting that I met Russell Brand, who blew me away in the room. He really did. Yeah. Uh, his intelligence, um, his charisma, his passion. None of that was in the footage that I'd seen, and I thought, this is not right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not fair. How is this possible? I mean, this guy's brilliant, you know? How did I not, how did I not know that? So that intrigued me, and then I went to a stand-up show, and in that show was the beginnings of the Messiah Complex. He was really grappling with the issues of of you know, tabloid celebrity fleeting fame versus the kind of everlasting immortality that people who put their lives on the line, like Gandhi and Malcolm X and Che Guevara, like those kinds of people, what, you know, what they're, how, how they're remembered forever. And, I, and also kind of grappling with, does he have the wherewithal as Russell Brand to step out of the machine that he's so entrenched in and step off the platform uh, or transmute somehow the platform that he built him um, in order to become as important as one of these people. So the reason I'm phrasing it this way is to point out that there is some ego involved in this, I thought, you know? There's some extent of, like, it made me question what kind of ego Che Guevara must have had, you know? And Russell... Um, derived a lot of his humor that he was thinking of with these characters by comparing himself to them in their most base and human form, in their most flawed form, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really funny and also just a great way to kind of look at and say, you know what, as a storyteller, I think this guy is actually 
possibly studying these people through comedy, which is how he knows how to look at the world, yeah. to maybe become them. Yeah. That was compelling to me, yeah. you know? Um, if I could document him from that, that day forward and make the film about him, then we would really have something. Um, we would have a way to look at our society as it is now, what it offers up with its 15 minutes of fame, and maybe even tell the story of the rise and fall of 15 minutes of fame through the eyes of someone who had it all and walks away. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the inspiration, and why I had to convince Russell to let me make a film about his... Uh, about his his life, which he didn't really want to do because he's a very private person, and that's probably at least he wrote me. This is a big reason why he's not you know out in front of the film right now is because he finds it really difficult uh, to have a film out there about him while he's still alive. Um, tell me, so he didn't doesn't sound like this was a film that was initially commissioned by him. Is that if that's the right word to use? Sounds like somebody else he was doing. Wanted to convince me to do it, but it was originally started with Oliver Stone. Okay. I okay. guess Oliver Stone and his team saw um, saw Russell perform at the VMAs and thought it was really compelling stuff. Yeah, and that he was a wild character, mm. and they, it kind of went from there. So um, when so when you came into it, it became you you were there to do a film about him and his life. Is that did that? He had spent a lot of money and dragged a lot of people around the world. Okay. But only to have them kind of go from, uh, you know, hotel room to hotel room and then turn the cameras on for a second and then turn them off. I got you. Um, in between. And so it felt very disjunctive, the footage. It felt like Russell was interviewing all these people, but he was by far the most interesting person in the room. But you couldn't tell that from the footage because he didn't give up much of himself in the footage. So he would go interview the Marines or something. And, or Cameron Diaz or 50 Cent, different people like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it just didn't feel like a movie. Mm. And it didn't feel like I was getting anything out of it. It seemed like a lot of people, especially the celebrities, were just people that had, you know, more power to them, a, you know, a certain modicum of success, money, and fame. And they were just like, mm, it doesn't really matter that much. No, I don't know. It's just like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And hearing that is different in a talk show setting than witnessing it through the life of Russell Brand, which you see a man who, you know, clawed his way to fame, who would do anything to be famous, who, you know, made it happen and got it overnight practically, you know? Like really fast trajectory to superstardom yeah. with Katy Perry on his arm, you know, marrying the biggest pop star in the world, and comes up empty after having been a drug addict and a sex addict. So basically buying into all the things that our consumer culture teaches us we want. Yeah. Um, well, how, so, so then I guess by some sort of trajectory of, of this story, you're telling me that you were able to crack his code here a little bit and, he, and allow you into his world. Is it? What was that like? Was there a process? Did you? Is there a moment you realized? Okay, oh, now he trusts yeah. me. I mean, what was? Yeah, it was a constant process. I mean, like some days, you know, it would be five hours into it that it would break and sort of turn into this really incredible interaction. Um, he was very resistant to being filmed. He didn't want a film about himself. Um, so, and he didn't want to be documented. He's actually a very private person. Yeah. 
and so it was a, it was a process um, every day hmm. working with him. Um, and over time, I mean, he called me his ginger ninja shadow. <laughs> um, I think he felt like I understood him to the extent that someone can, and that I was intelligent enough perhaps to pull off a good movie yeah. um, because I would challenge him in these interviews, and that would change things. That would lighten things up and move things along. So, Well, I can tell you, based on him, because it, it just hit the force of his personality in, in throughout this film is evident. It's, it's, it's obvious. That is sort of, if you will, his brand is this kind of energy that it brings to almost every endeavor that he's a part of. So I can imagine for you it must have been a daunting everyday exercise to sort of wait for that time when that we were going to get Russell in an un, in an unguarded way or a less guarded way because he always seems like he's playing himself he's Russell Brand playing Russell Brand and sometimes less so and or maybe or maybe not maybe you were around him enough to know no that's actually that's the guy that we that you're you know you're capturing here on this film he's an incredibly funny human being yeah um, in natural life, in, like, everyday life. And he's also an incredibly serious human being. Yeah. And he kind of loves chaos. He, like, loves, he thrives on it. So, you know, it wasn't that I was waiting for a time. It was like I was figuring out how is it going to be, how am I going to get this today, you know? And every day was kind of a different story Yeah. of how I would get it. Um, you know, every, every time was kind of a different technique. So, you know, with an interview, I had to go toe-to-toe with it very much. Yeah. So in an interview setting, I would be um, challenging him. He'd almost have the attitude of like, hey, you know what? I've done this a million times. What do you have for me that's new? <laughs> you know? What, what challenge can and you And I would present? have to prove it to him. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. So for you, sort of emotionally, physically, psychologically, I don't know what on what level it was the most challenging, but there, it must have been for you as a filmmaker, as someone who's, who is really approaching this with fresh eyes and trying to bring the, the uh, film, make a film out of him from, from, his, from what he's doing. That must have been challenging for you. Is it? Yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> um, every day... I didn't know if I was going to get kicked off the island, you know, <laughs> if I pushed it too far the day before. I, it was just hard to tell. You know, I, I just never knew. And every day, every day was different. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to. Um, I just want to let our listeners know we were speaking with Andy Timoner. She is the director of the new documentary brand, A Second Coming. It is opening today in Los Angeles at the Arclight Theater, and you're going to be there for uh, some quick Q&A. So, yeah, uh, okay. you know, I'll be at the Arclight tonight, tonight. Um, with Shepard Ferry, right. uh, who's actually mutual friends with both me and Russell. And also it was the subject of a film I made called Obey the Artist. So there's something called CEA Bundle, which I don't know if you're aware of. Mm-hmm. CEABundle.com. CEA stands for Chief Executive Artist. Okay, okay. Um, and so CEABundle.com is a, is a really pretty... Um, Pretty cool package of short films. So one about Shepard um, when he was doing this mural and about his, his use of social media, the Internet, and technology in general to make his work and to make it have impact, okay. both in the physical world and online. It's pretty fascinating. And then uh, Amanda Palmer, who, you know, had the biggest Kickstarter, music Kickstarter in history. Yeah. Um, and uh, following her... That's probably 
the deepest one because I was really on the road with Amanda for a while. It's called Amanda Fucking Palmer on the Rocks. Uh-huh. And then Russell Brands the Bird, a short film I made with Russell where he went to Twitter headquarters and kind of investigated behind the scenes. So they all have a, they all stand for chief executive artists and kind of have a bent of, you know, looking at artists use technology and the internet to redefine the rules of engagement, uh, which I'm fascinated with. You know, I have that project at totaldisruption.com where I look at all these innovators and entrepreneurs and try to empower people um, to recognize that they can go and do these things now. We all have that power now to to make the world a little more like we think it should be. So um, anyway, the, that's Shepard having been my subject and being a really good friend of Russell's as well, made him really the perfect person to lead the Q&A tonight. And then um, over the weekend, we have special guests coming in and uh, tomorrow at 4.55 showing and the 8.45 showing, I'll also be q and afterwards as well as after the 4.55 on Sunday. So, um, but yeah, we got to pack the, pack the theater this weekend and then we open in New York on the 1st next Thursday. We're having a big opening at the Village East and then I'll be there all weekend supporting that one too. Fantastic. Um, and then it'll expand. Fantastic. And if you are listening to this anywhere in America that is not New York or L.A., or San Diego or D.C., which also open next weekend. You should demand it because it will come to your neighborhood if you demand it. All right. Well, I'm going to just go back for a quick second because as you uh, said when you came into this project, you might have been some uh, recognition of who Russell Brand was, but not much. Um, I'm going to run through a couple things in general that uh, Russell Brand is a comedian. Uh, he was an actor. He's been an actor. He's been in a number of things. Get Me to the Greek, Arthur. He did the re-kick, re- reboot of Arthur. Done a number of things. Known as a a, a comedian and actor. Uh, and as you said, married to Katy Perry. But it's a mercurial kind of rise, very quick rise in terms of the public consciousness as a celebrity. Um, for So for people who don't know who he is, um, is there anything mm-hmm. you could add, you'd like to add to that? Um no, I mean, I really didn't know him. He was the star of Get Him to the Greek. I think he's best known as Aldous Snow. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what you should know about him is that he's uh, he's an incredibly, he's like a chameleon, and he's an incredibly passionate activist who right. wants to change the world. He wants to see the world. He wants to wake people up, and he wants to see ordinary people get taken care of better than they are to right be, now. To be, them to be heard and to yeah. be listened to, and he wants to use his voice and his power towards that end. Yeah. That's not something that a lot of people in America seem to know about him. But he does it with a certain rebellious nature, fervor, and humor that I find really fun. He's, um, he's a blast. He, he's a supremely yeah. intelligent man, and, and that's the thing that comes... He's a genius. Yeah. He's really a genius. He's an autodidact. You know, I discovered a lot of that that day that I went to that meeting, and I just had, had no idea. Yeah. But that's not what the movie's about. The no. movie's about, you know, it's called Brand Us Second Coming, because it's really about the second coming that all of us need to have in our lives right now. Yeah. It's about a person who has the courage to change their course, who has everything we think we want and, and, cha- and, and gives it up because he cares about living a life that has meaning. And all the things that he thought had would give it meaning don't. And that's what's important, you know, is, is to realize that when you walk into that film, you will be affected. You know, it won't be just like, oh, this is a cool portrait of Russell Brand. It's about you and all of us right now, you know, making a making a little bit of a switch in our lives. And hopefully it's inspiring to do that. That's why it ends with power of the people. Yeah. Um, 
One, so. one of the things that I'm struck by, he comes out of what I, it, I don't know if this was by design or, you know, I know he's very much involved in uh, meditation and Eastern religious philosophy and philosophy in general. And he brings a lot of uh, disciplines to his, his comedic act as well as he, he, when, he's, when he's being interviewed in more serious settings. Um, there are some fantastic interviews that are done by uh, the Morning Joe and by the British, the BBC guy, I don't remember his name right offhand, uh, a couple of these interviews where he cuts right through it, and yet as he continues to say these things that are obviously true to anyone who's paying attention, they continue to act as if he's speaking Martian, and I think that in and of itself is exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, it's this, it's this, it's, it's another thing that the film explores is you know, the box that we're put into when we try to make a change in the world and we're just put into a box, you know, we, we're, you're a comedian, shut up, don't, you can't do politics, you know? Yeah. Why should you, who are you to talk about drug policy? Oh, well, I was a drug addict and I helped addicts for a decade now um, and I've explored it really deeply, but I guess I'm just a comedian. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's a way that our culture has of saying, this person is this, labeling something and making it go away, in a way. Um, and it doesn't do doesn't serve any of us well. At the same time, Russell Brand is not the Messiah. It's not like he is saying that he is or that I'm saying that he is. What I'm saying is that we have to connect with something that's greater than ourselves, that's outside of ourselves. If we want to live a truly meaningful life, we have to put other things first. And you see that play out very powerfully in this man's story. Yeah, and, and I and to that end, people resist that and they try to shut him up. Exactly, you know? and he he's written a book uh, recently, written a book called uh, Revolution. Um, and uh, you know, the thing I was talking about the Eastern philosophy that there is a tradition uh, in like Buddhism and things to be the disruptor, to be the person who uh, comes out on the other end of something, and, and which he has done through celebrity. He's now on the other side of celebrity, although it's. It's hard not to see that he still wants to be relevant by being in front of people. So he's he's this a, a lot of different. He's a complex person, but I, I tell you, he's so likable, and and his intelligence is so evident in the way that he is able to draw a lot of different disciplines together. It's really quite compelling. He really is a very compelling person to see and to be and to hear. I, I'm very taken by the, by how his ability to do that. Mm-hmm. And and again, it's 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 one of the things that makes again brand a second coming so compelling is is for that reason. And uh, I, I I can't wait for him to be continue to be relevant. One of the things he says and now would be a good time. Yeah, you know? yeah. You should reach out to him and tell him that now would be a very good time while he has a movie coming out about him that that gives you that kind of perspective. I mean, you know, yeah. what he thinks. I think you know the reason why he's not speaking about the film and not showing up for it is. He, I think he's concerned it's going to derail his mission also, hmm. that people won't take him as seriously, but it's actually the opposite effect. The view into how deeply he cares, and people didn't even realize he had that kind of depth, and the guts and the courage that he has to take on the mainstream media, all while remaining sober. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, well, the, the, so, just in the last last seconds, or with you, I, I, I just wanted exactly his drug addiction and his and his uh, leadership, and I'll call it that leadership in terms of because he spoke to power about this. The people in Britain, where uh, you know the war on drugs and things, there are still it's such an issue. 
uh, and his ability to cut through it in in it's evident and obviously the the yeah there's so many things and there's so many elements to this story plus I don't want to forget you know you see him with his mother and his father and you see him going back to where he came from and all the it's very humanizing it's really a terrific portrait of the of him and as once again you've taken on very complex personalities as you did in dig and and we live in public and made them something that's relatable and understandable and relevant and i i my you're you're a fantastic uh filmmaker and i'm i'm just thrilled that i'm i'm able to have a conversation with you about this thank you yeah no i you know i think i think continue your great work I, i know this is again i'm sure quite an endeavor for you on a lot of levels um but you don't seem to be too daunted by it. You continue to take take up these challenges, and for that, um, I, I'm I'm grateful as as someone who I'll cares about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, okay. Well, so t- hopefully people will be able to get to see get to the ArcLight uh, tonight, and also, as you said, uh, really ask for this film. Uh, you know, lobby for this film to be uh, to be moving around yeah, the demand country. Demand it. We live in a we live in a celebrity based culture. And- you know, because it's a film about somebody who's famous, and the per- and the famous person isn't there, waving on the red carpet. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it it doesn't get the coverage it it deserves, um, or it would have clearly if he was there waving. Um, so we do need you. It's a grassroots effort. We do need you to spread the word. So so again, um, how can people think, do don't that? Don't think that there's like a big Russell Brand machine behind it or anything like that. You know. Right. It, it's so raw. It's so authentic and so real. He's kind of shying away from it. Well, you, you do. Brandthefilm.com. Yeah, go to yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can go to brandthefilm.com. You can sign up, get notified when the film is in your area. So if we see the so if the the suits see a lot of interest in a particular part of the country or a city, they're gonna they're we're gonna get this film around. Um, I don't know what the VOD plan is, if there is one, but um, you know, whenever that is, please please let us know. Um, well, I, I, thank you. I just really absolutely. Uh, this is uh, you're you're one of the filmmakers that are they're on my list, and uh, I hope when the next project comes out, you find a little bit of time to come back and uh, talk and share it with us. I'd love that. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.